It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But MIDI Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. MIDI specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. The March Madness is underway with the Border Gavaskar series set for a thrilling finish. The Women's Boxing World Championship and the Shooting World Cup set to take place in Delhi and Bhopal, respectively. The hockey team returning to action after a disastrous World Cup. The ISL reaching its climax and the national football team ready to host Kyrgyzstan and Myanmar. But for its pride and prestige, as well as the fascinating storylines, we will be focusing on the Wimbledon of Badminton, the All England Championships this week. Welcome to the Express Sports Podcast. You're listening to Game Time with me, Mihir Basavda, and our co-host, Amit Kamath. And joining us today is our in-house badminton expert, Shivani Naik, who's also the author of the column Cross Court, which appears every Sunday. Without any further ado, Shivani, let's dive straight in. Let's start by you giving us a status check on the Indian badminton scene, state of the union equivalent of Indian badminton. What's happening there? Ah, 2023 has been uh, interesting. Individually in tournaments, uh, not so many good results, but the team has done well at the Asian Mixed Team event and they draw confidence from that. But yeah, individually, I think they are primed for and peaking towards the All England is what the hope is. Shivani, there is some poetic uh, results in terms of badminton and India, right? Because... Prakash Padukone won the All England title in 1980. 21 years you wait and then you have a Pulela Gopichan become the second Indian shuttler ever to win a title. 21 years later, last year, Lakshya Sen comes within a, I mean, touching distance of being the third Indian ever. He loses, obviously, joining four other Indians 
uh, to have reached the final and lost uh, in the All England. Do you see any Indian going all the way this time around and becoming the third Indian ever? No, absolutely. Uh, also, I think Saina Nehwal made the finals in 2015. Now it's been 22 years since uh, Pulela Gopichan won the title. And uh, the quality of the shuttlers right now, the form that they are going in might be slightly suspect, but just the sheer quality makes one hope that you know there there could be multiple contenders, not just not just the one lone person. So yeah, there is Lakshya Sen, there is Sindhu, of course. Sindhu remains the topmost contender for India. There is a double sparing in Satvik and Chirag. Pranoy has been in like the form of his life, and uh, Shrikant also sort of pushing towards that definitive All England result. So yeah, there is definitely hope. Okay, Chivani, you spoke about uh, you know suspect results. I don't think there is anybody who's had that dip very pronounced, more pronounced than uh, Lakshya Sen so far. Because if you just look at his results uh, so far. He's at the Malaysian Open, the India Open, Indonesia Masters, and the German Open, uh, where he's just lost in the first round. Uh, but besides that, like if you look at Malaysia, India, Indonesia, all of them, he's had early defeats, and in all of them, if you look at them, he's won the first game, and in the second game, there has been a slump. He's lost twenty-one twelve, twenty-one fifteen, twenty-one ten, at Malaysia, India, and Indonesia respectively. So you think there is something that goes wrong after he's won the first set? See, third set stutters typically are uh, indicative of endurance, right? Endurance issues. So probably you know that that definitely would be a concern. I think after his surgery, uh, after the nose surgery that he had to clear the airways, his results have sort of slightly dipped, and especially on the endurance marker. So that definitely is a concern. But I would I would still take hope out of the initial round match that he won against Kodai Naraoka, uh, the Japanese, at I think Indonesia. Indonesia was the one after the Indian Open, right? So I think that that particular result in straight sets uh, is very very encouraging. See, he he still he'll always have the pedigree of, of to beat the top names, and Naraoka is a top ten right now. He's beaten him in the first round and looked like a pretty. I think it was eleven and twelve in the two sets. So I will take hope from that. But yes, there tends to be a slight nervousness in finishing. He rushes the finishes, is what I noticed at the Indian Open when he played. I think Rasmus Gemke. So there was that concern, but it could also just be a simple confidence issue rather than uh, something that more prolonged. In terms of endurance, he's been training well, so let's hope that that part is fixed. And that's kind of even more pronounced than last year when he actually made it to the uh, final. I remember you writing in your piece uh, just after he had reached the final that he seemed like an unemotional, unruffled character who brought an impassive monk's indifference to the hallowed tournament to breeze his way into the final. And as you're pointing out that this year he's looked a little bit shorn of confidence, a little bit uh, nervous. He's rushing towards, you know, trying to finish uh, points. What has changed in that one year, maybe? 
See, clearly it's the second year, right? When people kind of read your games, your opponents read your games. And so there is a sophomore year sort of uh, syndrome at play as well. Also, on either side of the surgery, there were, I think, he he wasn't particularly sure of where his form was. And uh, that has to be taken into account. But he is taking opponents into the third set. He's dragging them into the deciders. So that is that's that's like a good sign. It's it's not a very good sign when they are dragging him into a decider, but he is pushing for the third. And uh, I think what's fundamentally changed is it's very typical of most young players, right? The second year after the first year of giddy success tends to be slightly sobering, and that's exactly what's happened. Opponents would have read him, and um, he'll obviously find counters to what they come up with as well. So it works both ways. He's also learning. And uh, so I think that that helps. Uh, like we saw in the Thomas Cup when he beat, I think, uh, Jinting in the finals, you know, after a, after a bunch of losses against the top players. So, yeah, I mean, he's learning too, but there will be these reverses to be expected. I know one person who doesn't seem to have any sophomore blues is uh, P.V. Sindhu Shivani. Uh, she has been extremely consistent in the early years, most of her playing career, how do we read into Sindhu so far? I think post Tokyo, it's been kaafi mixed, right? I mean, we of course know that she is a big tournament player and etc. 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 But even by her standard, it's I mean I don't know. Just the signals that are coming from Sindhu camp are, are kind of extre- mixed uh, in terms of everything, in terms of her coach scenario, her on court performances. Uh, just the overall body language as well. Are we reading too much into it or, or what's happening there? No, it's going to boil down to the results, right? Uh, everything else is going to be interpreted depending on what the results are. And uh, the big results haven't been there. But yeah, like you said, she is a big tournament player. And uh, for her to probably deem a tournament important enough to peak towards... I mean, post-Tokyo, probably there have been very few ones where she... And also she had the injury, right? So coming off an ankle injury is always... You tend to be a little cagey about your movement on court. So there are, there are a bunch of factors at play over there. The coaching thing, not so much. I mean, if you watch her matches, she is actually playing well. She, she showed uh, a certain amount of... Uh, yeah, she, she's improvising really well. The strokes are there. It's again down to the finishing, you know, in her case as well. So it, uh, but uh, the All England, I think the draw is really, really scary for Sindhu, especially. Could you take us through it? Right. So she starts off against uh, Chinese Zhang Yiman, uh, the 26-year-old. She has like a one-one, like one-one head-to-head against her. I think she beat her at the Malaysia Masters. So that that's that's like the first round, which again you know considering it's a Chinese, always very tricky because you don't know what form they're coming in with, and uh, so that that bit is tricky. The second round uh, potentially is Herbingjao. They are nine ten in their head to head record up till now. So they both of them have traded wins, you know, including uh, at the Olympics. So nine ten, nothing much to read into that. But I think Sindhu's won the the bigger occasions. I think she's won at the Olympics, the Asian Championships, even the World Tour Finals. 
and she's beaten Hobing Zhao in China as well. But Hobing Zhao, being a world championship medalist herself, she is not going to make it easy for Sindhu at all. And this is round two we are talking about. And then comes the quarterfinals, which is Thaizuing. Uh, it's just, it's been a scary time against her. She is 517. You know, five wins for Sindhu and 17 for uh, Taizu. So that's that's not a very, very encouraging numbers. But of course, Sindhu has beaten her at the World Championships when she won the title in 2019. And she's beaten her at the Olympics in 2016. Lost to her, of course, at Tokyo. But it's not going to be one of those players where she thinks that she cannot beat her at all because she has beaten her. And past Taizuing, I mean, if she can cross the quarters hurdle, that, that's going to be like really, really amazing. But then there is An Young in the semis. And with her, it's like 0-5 right now. So it's, it's an absolute minefield of a, of a draw of Sindhu. Yeah. yeah, I mean, definition minefield uh, of a draw is properly. But I mean, if, if you were to kind of uh, read into Sindhu's uh, mind right now, what, what would she be thinking? What would her approach be towards All England? Because again, this is one of those uh, weird years, right? Where you have, you don't seem to have any major tournaments for the first half of the year. Then suddenly you have the World Championships, the Asian Games, etc. etc. all piling up together, right, right up to the Olympics. So how would she be pacing herself for this year? Would, would All England be her priority? All England certainly would this year. She also has said as much. So definitely a priority when it comes to the individual events. There is a Sudirman Cup in uh, May, which she is very keen on as well. But the All England definitely this year. And I think she is sort of, she is speaking towards this particular one. Because after the injury, I think this is the biggest one uh, for her. And you know that again, that medal at the Asian mixed team event that would have given her confidence as well. Johnny, just to uh, digress a little bit because you know I love digressions. I wanted to just ask you about the impact of her coach Park Tae Sang, who was with her at Tokyo, who was with her at Birmingham. He's he's this lovable, affable guy who taught himself Hindi phrases just to you know endear himself to Sindhu, explain things to her better. Whenever she used to be stressed, he used to be telling her in her corner, Sindhu Aram Se. I think he also coined the phrase, uh, Jai Hind India, every time India would win or Sindhu would win. So he's this guy who, who just had this natural ability of easing things for her, especially when she's facing this minefield of a draw, as you, as you put it. How much of his impact will be missing or... What do we look forward to with this new coach coming into her corner? Yeah, I think tactically it worked out very fine uh, when she was playing somebody like, let's say, Akane Yamaguchi. Coach Park really sort of sorted that out for her. In terms of the inputs uh, on court, there are uh, a bunch of players against whom I think tactically that wasn't really, it wasn't really working out. You know, the strategy-wise, and I'm talking about the last few inputs when you're closing out a match, let's say against Sai Zuing or uh, against An Young. I think there was something lacking in his instructions against a few players. But otherwise, I think he's completely, uh, he, he smoothened her movements, you know, her court movements. 
the defense is uh, something that they obviously worked on so the defense is again slightly smoother a little it flows with her footwork and her movements so that was one uh, thing that he has to be he should be credited for that you know he's helped make her movements pretty balanced in her defense otherwise of course uh, psychologically it was I, i think it worked for her you know having a coach who was that supportive and uh, it remains to be seen what the new coach brings to the table when it especially in the tough matches which are sort of lined up now and it's also like unlike tennis uh, badminton may i think the role of a coach especially during a match is incredibly important right i mean i think we've seen that in the doubles as well with uh, mathias po and the kind of impact he's had with satvik and chirag i mean if we were to kind of move into the doubles uh, section of uh, the all england i mean shyani you are a satvik chirag believer if i i may use that word and they they have kind of stood out right so far this year uh, across tournaments they have been this ek uh, ek hope wala factor they constantly been there getting out good results etc etc so how is it shaping up for them should satvik and chirag should we look at them as india's biggest hopes uh, i don't know if for a medal but at least for a semi final or and and then uske aage jo bhi aata hai bonus kind of a thing you know that's like a double minefield over there uh, in their draws where so <laughs> it's so it's oh difficult God. to call them contenders straight away but i'll just run you through the draw okay so they start off against the minions in that's the indonesians in uh, round 1 and it's like 11-0 over there so they're waiting for that first win a uh, first reverse of reversal of a result against the minions and uh, but what can be said is that it's never looked this achievable than it does uh, right now so it's it's a matter of you know that day and the all england might well be the place where they break that entire you know 11-0 run of losses but after that in round 2 there's liang and wang the chinese who beat them at the india open and who ended up winning the india open as well they're young chinese but extremely competent and so again second round isn't exactly very easy and in the third round which is i mean the quarter finals they have arunchia and so we who are the world champions so again it's a draw that is not very very kind to satvik but the thing is they, they <laughs> badminton mein nahi hai kya repcharge <laughs> there is no repcharge unfortunately not except at the olympics yeah the, the thing with the all england or uh, any of the circuit events the super thousands is they tend to be tougher than i mean at least i find them tougher than the olympics as well as the world championships because yeah. you know you are there's no flab right yeah you have i mean you're you permitted more than four players per nation and so it's it's just the draws are like team the absolute best are at the all england this year across all the categories you know it's not going to be like you you pack off one uh, indonesian pair and you sorted you know there'll be a second one there'll be a third one there'll be a fifth one coming through so yeah that way it's going to be tough for them but you know satvik and chirag are consistent they've been consistent at the big tournaments they have uh, shown it the commonwealth games at the thomas cup at uh, the mixed team uh, event that they can uh, 
on their day beat the top names and they've been fairly consistent is what i would say the minefield of the draws that you're saying especially for sindhu and then satvik shira in this context like how should we look at all england like what would constitute as a as a good performance in golf jaise hum hamesha bolte hai ki it's impossible to win every week right uh, if you say finish tied fifth or tied eighth sometimes even that's considered to be a good performance so here what are we looking at what what according to you will be a satisfying all england for say lakshya sindhu satvik shira even shrikanth we haven't spoken about uh, certainly your favorite player yet but uh, we will come to that but how would you how would you look at a good performance over here no the benchmark is set very high right i mean lakshya made the finals last year so it uh, i mean anything less than a title it's it's been 22 years come on i mean we waited and waited and waited and this is a good crop of players it's a it's an excellent crop of players but and you have to beat the big names to sort of win the titles that's like a given it's interesting but for lakshya sen i would say if he if he can get past chautian chen uh, against whom he is i think 2-0 right now i mean chautian chen having won two and lakshya haven't won hasn't won any but if he can get past that and he is absolutely imminently beatable chautian chen the draws eases out a little after that first round challenge so i think yes the draws are going to be tough but he has i think he has antonsen and ogemke in the second round and then he has i think jinting in the in the quarters so all these players who he has beaten and uh, he clearly can beat them so for lakshya at least i think past that first round uh, challenge i think i see hope over there well i mean who else yeah yeah i i mean who else may i think the one name we haven't really spoken about a lot uh, uh, in the last 20 25 minutes is uh, shrikant how's he looking you wrote a wonderful piece about his smash and the beauty of shrikant uh, but yeah how's it looking for him sign of course uh, always there always ready to fight it out how are how are those guys placed heading into the all england yeah shrikant and pranoy pranoy and lakshasen seem to be like you know bound by this sacred thread of competition umbilical cord absolutely i mean they keep i think they played each other some seven times since the start of 2022 and uh, that's that's an awfully large number of uh, matches to go by and i think they're 3 4 right now and again at the all england they are if both of them make it through to the quarters they could be facing each other pranoy has jinting in the second round again somebody who he can beat but Yeah, let's see how that goes. Shrikant doesn't have a particularly tough draw. He is definitely capable of beating uh, the players in his path. So there's Thomas Junior Popov, the Frenchman in the first round and there's Lou Gangju in the second. So definitely I mean there can be progress over there. And then he meets Kodai Noraoka, the Japanese kid in the quarters. So I think that that uh, part of the draw he is in the other half of the draw from uh, Victor Axelsen so that is good and he has Jonathan Christie and Kundavut uh, Vidithson as the contenders from that half from that bracket so I think the draw is pretty decent for Shrikant I would say but yeah he needs to keep his error count down because once those errors start coming no smash and no beauty and nothing else <laughs> can actually salvage it 
Shrikant is quite capable of complicating matters on his own rather than having an opponent across the net having to do it for him, right? Absolutely. He's he's absolutely prone to doing it. Not even like likely to. <laughs> okay. On that note, I think uh, we've had a lot of time talking about uh, Indian shuttlers. Uh, Shivani, just one last thing we wanted to talk to you before we let you go. The international, you know, draw, the international stars that we'll see in action. What are the things that we should be looking out for from a viewer's perspective for people who are, you know, tuning in for the All England and between the Indian games, there are also a lot of other players playing. So what should they be looking out for at the All England? You know, it's it's always going to be women's singles, which is going to be the most fun. It's staggering the number of contenders that are present in uh, women's singles. You know, it's life is so difficult for Sindhu. It's not funny. But there are literally like six to seven people. Like I, I can't choose a favorite. Like I just can't pick uh, a favorite because there are just so many of them. But I think from the current crop, there are three players who have not won the All England. There's Sindhu, there's Anse Young and uh, Rachanok, I'm not really sure of, but I, she hasn't won since 2015 for sure. So whether Anse Young can go on to win the All England and challenge, let's say, Yamaguchi, that is a question. And beyond that, I think just the fact that it is All England and, you know, Chinese tend to come very, very prepared for this particular tournament. They put a very high price on uh, All England. So... Just the way the Chinese are going to be playing. There are, I think, four Chinese women now in the top 15. And I think five in the top 20 in the men's singles. So they are sort of back. Not like the creaking Terminator, but they are kind of there. So that'll be interesting to see. Also, there are a few comebacks, whether the minions can actually make good of the draw and proceed. There is uh, Kento Momota, who is... There's always curiosity about where his game is at. So he's also in the mix, the Shiuchi from China. All right. So on that note of the Chinese shuttlers coming back, we are going to have to call it a day with this podcast, with this episode of the podcast. And if you had half as much fun listening to this as we had doing this, well, then we've had twice as much fun doing this podcast than you had listening to it. Until next time, this is me and Mihir and Shivani from the Indian Express sports team signing off. Bye-bye. You are listening to Express Sports by the Indian Express. This week's show was edited and mixed by Abhishek Kumar and produced by me, Utsha Sarmin. If you like the show, then do subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. You can also recommend the show to someone who you think will like it, share it with a friend or someone in your family. It's the best way for people to get to know about us. You can also tweet us at Express Podcasts and write to us at podcast at indianexpress.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. 
That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.